Welcome to the Enduro Method Podcast. Josh Rempel here today with Dane Tony and Kate Shade, two out of five participants of the recent uh, Radaho Grit Challenge. Kate, thanks for joining us. Yeah, hi Josh, thanks. Dane, how you doing? Hi, <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> awesome. So, you guys recently completed um, Radaho Grit Challenge. Uh, number three. Number three, True Grit. And real quick, kind of give us a breakdown of what the challenge is, what it consists of, and what it means to finish in true grit fashion. Um, what the challenge is. Start. The, starting. So we'll have to help each other out, I think, yeah. here. Um, the true grit three that we did was a five-day, what do you call it, staged? Yeah, or five-day five stage. Um, challenge uh, where every day was approximately 100, 100 uh, miles or more of combined single track and double track in the mountains. Um, so the True Grit 3 was considered the southern loop. Um, and the way we did it, we, we rode from Chalice to Stanley, Stanley to Loman, Loman to Pine, Pine to Smiley Creek, Smiley Creek. Back to Chalice. Okay, awesome. So basically yeah. kind of made a circle, more or less, with a bunch of mileage in between each stop. And then this is also, what, an unsupported it's version? It's supposed to be self-supported. Self-supported? Yep. The True Grit is supposed to be self-supported. So what, what's that mean exactly? Like, what is, can you have people meet you in the evenings and give you stuff? Or what, if you do it unsupported, what's that look like? Um, we carried all of our stuff. <laughs> There was no people meeting us at, in the evenings. There was no follow-along truck. There was no ship your stuff to places and have flip-flops and IPA beers or anything like that. Right. So whatever you had, you either had to yeah. purchase at the place or carry on your yeah. bike with you. You couldn't. Sta- you can't stash gas. Like that would be another thing. Maybe like you can't do that in the true grit mm-hmm. fashion. Um, we had lodging at each of the stages. So at each of the mini towns. We had lodging, so through that, um, we did a special test every day. I think, actually, we only had to do te- two special tests to make up for the not camping. I think there's still some confusion there. Yeah. We did a special test every day because we were initially told that if we stayed at a hotel, we had to do a special test every day. Okay. Later on, they kind of told us something different, but I'm not... We just did the special tests right. yeah. every day anyway. Yeah. And so what a special test would look like is you have your route from, let's say you start in Chalice, you go to Stanley, was a stage one, yeah. right? So you have your GPS tracks to follow. Um, and a special test would be what, like a kind of added mileage plus added difficulty loop off of the main route kind of thing? Generally, that yes. Uh, the special tests were one more difficult um to i mean you actually some of them i think you got extra miles yeah um i don't believe all of them you got extra miles but um maybe yeah the it seemed although it seemed to me that you had to do a special test on some of the days just to get through the route like other options would miles. most likely have a special test. Yeah. Um, 
kind of the way I was describing it too is like you know you have the the main route or like the medium route then you have like the easy which is like bypass which that was never on the table the way I kind of interpret that was like oh if something bad goes wrong that's a bypass right um then there was like the main and then there was special tests which would be like black diamonds which I think some of the stages they were um more difficult terrain um, and then some, I actually think most of the stages, they were more difficult terrain. And then I think the Idaho mm-hmm. city one was just like, I think, cause I think that was a special test, but it was like an additional, like that day ended up being 168 miles total. But I think you could have done that at 130, I think without doing the Idaho city. So I mm-hmm. think the Idaho city day was not necessarily more technical, but just added time and miles. But otherwise they were mostly like. I was describing it to people like as a black diamond. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I want to get (laughs) into kind of the separate stages here in a minute, but before we go there, let's, um, I think we got an overview of kind of what this thing is. So five days riding back to back to back, you have lodging in the evenings at the town that you're staying in, Mm -hmm. um, self-supported. So you're carrying everything on the bike in your packs. And of course, you can purchase things in the town so you can eat food and, and but not drink extra, beer and stuff like that. Not extra parts. Like, we needed extra parts for our bikes. Right. We had you're, to have those on us. Correct. You're carrying yeah. it in your pack mm-hmm. and this and that. Yeah. Um, so that would be your true grit fashion, what they're terming true grit. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so when you were, first off, who else was on the tour with you? So it was us two, and then we had uh, Kaylin. Ben Arroyo. Thank you. I was going to say it wrong. <laughs> From Dirtastic. She was kind of honestly the organizer of all this. She got us all together and all um, organized for this uh, accomplishment. We had Courtney Felt from Whitefish, Montana. She's uh, owner of a excava- er, construction excavation. Mm-hmm. She, drives, excavation. she drives excavations. Yeah. And it's badass. One of her aspects. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jamie Parks uh, was the third. Um, who's owner of Empire of Dirt up in Coeur d'Alene. Um, but she ended up not making it past a day and a half due to uh, injury. Mm-hmm. And Kaylin own, is the owner of Dirtastic, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which is the uh, women's... Um, she started it to... I mean, you know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Dane's a coach, but yeah, yeah. she started it to, to um, help women and get more women out riding. Yeah. And she does uh, clinics mm-hmm. and um, yeah, clinics, coaching rides, out, mostly out west and mostly in the Pacific Northwest, correct? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So when did, when did she kind of start putting together the dream team <laughs> and start planting the seed in your guys' head about... Doing this. Idaho's, Josh. When was, was that in? When was that? Well, we were talking the about that this year or last. I end of last I year? almost want to say yeah. it was at the end of last year. Like okay. it definitely was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I think the initial conversation was probably fall of last year. Would be my recollection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember you bringing it up at some point, and we were kind of looking at maps and yeah. stuff like that. But so, uh, when did it become? more serious like Couple when, weeks before. Yeah, yeah, exactly so when was it solidified and you're like okay yeah. game on we gotta start getting ready um we're gonna start ordering stuff for bikes we gotta start thinking logistics pack list all that stuff i'd say it was pretty solidified a few months ago yeah and i think that's when i mean 
first wasn't it just you, me, and Kaylin, and then Courtney was yeah. brought on, and then Jamie was brought on? Yep. If I'm correct. Well, I think um, you, me, and Courtney, and Kaylin were, were first, yeah. and then we added Jamie. Um, and then... I feel like it all kind of came together within the last three weeks before we started. Right. Yeah. Like, getting really serious about getting everything and getting everything in line and getting everything ordered, which is actually a little too late to start ordering these days. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, you know, because everything takes so long. Yeah. But uh, we got it accomplished. Yeah. Uh, so I am curious. I know Dan's process a little bit, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. What about, Kate, for you, what was it, what did it look like when you were like, okay, we're doing this, it's time to get serious about um, getting organized and getting the bike ready and getting what I'm going to be carrying and stuff. What did that look like? Are you a list um, maker? Huh. Well, I already kind of have some lists from prior, like, day-to-day, you know, point-to-point trips. Yeah. So I, I honestly wasn't, like, overly worried about getting all my shit together. My biggest worry a couple weeks prior was the gasoline um, and how I was going to carry that because I thought that all of a sudden we were not stopping at gas stations. So... That's when I was like, oh my God, I don't want to get a bigger tank for my bike. I don't think it's necessary, um, especially when there's gas stops. So we ended up stopping at the, all the gas stops, so it was fine. But the gas, I've never carried over a gallon of gas outside of just what's in my tank. Right. Um, so there was a day where I carried like a gallon and a half. And it wasn't a huge deal. I had a gas, a gallon gas bag and then the platypuses. Right. Uh, were really nice, the two liters. Yeah. So I had two of those, if I needed to fill them both up, I would. Right. Um, and we yeah. should mention, too, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, everybody was on a two-stroke 300, right? Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. so then you're looking at, okay, you can get, what, maybe 75, 80 miles on a stock tank. She on, got Kind of on she a good day. She ran it out. Good yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's not bad. And yeah, I know Dane's bike does absolutely terrible with mm-hmm. fuel mileage for whatever reason. Um, and you'd swapped out to a oversized tank, the 3.1 gallon. And then, yeah, so definitely when you're looking at 130 plus mile day, gas is an issue. Mm-hmm. So being able to carry that is always not enjoyable. Yeah, efficiently on your bike. Yeah. Yeah. I also ran into like, I don't, like not knowing how much, how far I could get on my bike. Like that was, I should have, like if I would have done it over again like that I, I had done some big rides prior to to the grit but I would have instead of adding my gas when I did I would have ran my bike all the way out and then added gas because then I would have had an, a, at least known what my bike gets miles per gallon um, because I actually really didn't have any idea I was like guessing I'm like my bike does worse than yours and is the worst so we'll just go off of that <laughs> right better but, to I had, on no, the... but i didn't really have any like a truly educated number right okay so back to your <laughs> we were all fine so you got yes. some general lists in your head already what were yeah. the, what were your besides fuel did you have any kind of concerns or were you just like uh oh, this is kind of just a big weekend because this uh, is kind of what we do anyways fuel yeah i mean just to be completely honest besides fuel my concerns were one just getting everything on my Garmin, yeah. Um, which my Garmin ended up being a little screwball, so that's why I ended up doing some last-minute kind of tracking, which was tracing the route that we were planning on doing. Um, 
and putting that in my Garmin and then having all the other tracks there that if we changed route, we could, I could add that, you know, extra trail on right. um, and figure things out if we needed to change our route for whatever reason, which we did, but it wasn't any major changes. Um, and then the other worry was just having too much on the bike right? and or bringing a chainsaw. Yeah, I I didn't really think it was a good idea to. We didn't end up bringing a chainsaw, but just having someone carry a chainsaw for five days, and if you really needed to chainsaw, that's going to take a lot of time right. out of your day, yep. like much needed daylight. Um, so those were probably my my biggest worries. I think prior, and we had never all ridden together as a group. So I mean. I've, Basically, we just, you know, trusted each other in Kaylin's judgment that we're all fine mm-hmm. riders and could could do it. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So that's, I mean, that's kind of different to yeah, totally. go on a trip where you've never ridden with the people before. Yeah. Yeah. It was really great. Right. Yeah, that seems like a very calm way to get ready for the event compared to my first-hand experience. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Are you pointing fingers at me? Watching Dade get ready. So, Dade, in your head, what was your, what were your most concerns um, and biggest worries kind of getting ready for this thing? Well, my worries were, of course, like I said, the gas um, and how I was going to carry it. Um, I had bought the Climb Arsenal vest, which fit so much stuff, which I loved and distributed the weight really well. So I was really stoked on that. But then I was like, okay, now where do I put the gas? You know, I ha- I think I got... You know, I had a handful of different options, but I never really knew what sort of method I was going to go with. And then, like, the other hard part was, like, we had, like, stuff that I wasn't going to be getting until we got there. And because Kaylin had ordered some of the some dry bags from Moscow Moto, but I wasn't going to be there until then. So I didn't know where I was going to put them and how they were going to fit. Um, so, like, playing the gas Tetris what I was going to put my gas in, what like apparatus, whether that be the, I had the bottles and then I had the platypus too. And so what, what I was going to do with that, I didn't have the, the gallon gas bag that Kate and Courtney had, but, um, that was definitely like stressful and tetrisy trying to figure out to best, um, put <laughs> my gas on my bike. Um, and then like, it was hard too because at first I'd be like, oh, I'll just put it on my back. And then you'd be like, try and get as much off your back as you can. I was like, oh God, I don't want to put anything on my back now. <laughs> so I was like, um, you know, trying to shuffle it all around and figure out what was best. Right. So what did you end up settling on for a solution for carrying fuel? So I ended up with, well, I got the trail bound um, chainsaw mount up in the front yeah. where it took place in my headlight. Shout which, out to trail bound. Hey, trail bound. <laughs> But so I had that and then I ended up getting uh, the, the bigger gas, red gas bottles that are hard metal. Um, and I got these silly little nets for them, but I actually am glad that I did because um, I ended up having some gas problems or gas bottle attachment problems on the ride. Um, but I put those two in the front and then I had a, a small dry bag with my clothes and a my tool bag on the rear fender that was also attached through the trailbound rear fender mounting situation. 
Um, and that was it, I think. Oh, I had the saw in front too. I had a, Kate and I both had the big silky saws. Um, we brought those along and thought they would be a better solution in case we... You can get some big stuff with those saws. Yeah. Yeah. Which we actually, I don't, we never pulled them out once. No. Um, but, so that's what I did. And then the rest on my, in my climb vest. But... I think yeah. I moved that thing, moved my situations around probably ten times the night before. <laughs> Looking yeah. back now, is there anything you would change on either where you carried it on your body or how you carried it on your bike? Uh, yeah. I, know I you carried <laughs> my ga- that one gallon gas. Number one, I don't know if I would get that again because it's one. It's nicer to have the platypus because it comes in two liter sections mm-hmm. and the one gallon. One section, one gallon. Like, I put it on the back of my bike. I use a little giant loop moto, um, teeny little rack for like 50 bucks, and it was carried 10 pounds. So I put the gallon there, and then I put another half gallon there with the platypus. But the one gallon, I mean, you can pour a platypus in so much quicker. Yeah. And if I was going to open the one gallon, I wanted to pour it all all at once and not have to open it a couple times so i'd probably just go with honestly multiple platypus yeah find a a way to secure all those and a platypus we're just talking about a Mm -hmm. you get it like a a, like an outdoor hiking shop i guess i don't (laughs) know what it is hiking shop but it's 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 supposed to be for water Mm -hmm. ideally but um and we started doing it after we saw you and nate doing it but we use that for fuel and it actually holds together. I mean, I had one for over two years, yeah. and it didn't it didn't start leaking, didn't break down. The only time I've had them pop is one I ran over one, and then the other I lost it. <laughs> I left it in the sunshine, uh-huh. and it exploded all in the oh, back of the truck. Wow. But Ooh, never had yeah. one break as long as you just dump the fuel in. It folds up super yeah, small, super nice small, and light. which is so nice. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's a good uh, trail tip if mm-hmm. you haven't found those out yet. For sure. Awesome. So fuel. Big, definitely a big deal, figuring out your mileage in between stages, having that dialed. Um, how yep. much did you have extra? Because I'm curious, because you, you were carrying so much. Mm-hmm. Well, what's funny, I was just going to say, is like I was so stressed about the fuel, and then like literally it was, fuel was like never really an issue. But we <laughs> but never we're... had to go back and mm-hmm. help someone, mm-hmm. or we never really got off route too far. Yep, true. You know, we tried to go that road that one time. So I was, was closed, ready. But... Right. So you just don't know what's going to happen. It's yeah. nice to have the extra, but yeah. we were lucky not, we didn't. Yeah, and over yeah, five days, no mechanicals, yeah. which is pretty awesome. Right. Major mechanicals. No major mechanicals. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little issues here and yeah, there. That's a big deal. Um, what about pre-ride bike, like basic maintenance? Like what are the things you got to have squared away on your bike before you attempt this kind of trip? Because, I mean, you're talking... 600 plus miles is what you ended up with after five days. So tire selection, um, moose, no moose, and kind of like the, 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 the things that you really wanted to make sure were new on the bike and ready to go to set you up for success. Moose, we all had moose, for yep. sure. We didn't want to deal with... Tubeless. Tubeless, tubes, anything. You know, you're pretty much, for the most part, no, you're going to be pretty sad yeah. if you have yep. moose. Um, you know, we all bear I think everyone had new bearings in their tires. Um, obvious, you know, fluids were filled, oil changed. 
um, I th- there was some discussion on like fuel filters, mm-hmm. making sure those were fresh. Yeah, making sure the oil you know, pump had been replaced yeah, within a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so issues that you kind of experience and then you yeah, you brake know. pads are good. <laughs> yeah, brake pads. What else am I? Yeah, spokes yeah. on the tires are good. I mean, I've seen, we've seen a yep. mess of the tire before. <laughs> yeah. The smokes. Um, yeah, what else? What am I missing? Yeah, I was just saying, like, the. I did my clutch before, but. It, yeah, well, you were yeah. just, you were due. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah, it's just like, you know. It done. I, my bike was pretty new, too, yeah. so I felt kind of yeah. fortunate that I didn't have any major things yeah. to change. I mean, I was definitely concerned because mm-hmm. my bike has now probably got 300 over 300 hours on it so it's like you know ooh, what do i need to do to make sure that this thing runs for five days yeah over maintenance, 50 hours pit maintenance crew was busy before you yeah did that. i know i was gonna say ask me i'll ask i'll have you uh divulge what my mechanic did <laughs> uh what about <laughs> what about tires what what tires you guys run because again you're going 600 yeah. miles through so the know. tire the tire i ran was the ve33s yeah and now it's probably got almost 700 miles on it. And it, I will still, it's still good. Yeah, so it good held up great. Yeah. Awesome. I thought it was great. And Dan, yeah. you ran the same front was a Bridgestone M59. Um, same, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, pretty solid. Yep. Wait, what tire? You had a different rear tire though, didn't you? The Michelin? I don't know, mechanic. What, what tire? I thought I had no, the same No, you did. One. You have the, yeah, V33. Yeah. Oh, you did? Same good code. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. 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 What about what about the other I two ladies? Kaylin, I thought you, know? you and Kaylin had the same, and then me and Courtney had the same for some reason. Oh, awesome. I think only one tire was different. Looking at it, what was okay. it? Do you remember? Had the M on it. Or the Michelin. Uh, oh, the one one forty eighty medium, enduro. Maybe I haven't ridden that tire yet. I'd like to. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just put that one on. It's I really like okay. it so far. Um, awesome. So done with bike prep. Everything's good to go. New wheel bearings. From what I heard, that was one of the major ones. So we make do sure have, those we should fresh. give a shout out to mm-hmm. Kaylin because she did a lot of research before this. And I think she had spoken mm-hmm. with Joe, um, who kind of is like the, the pioneer behind this whole adventure, behind the Rideho. And he had said like one of the number one reasons why people don't complete it is because of wheel bearings. Right. You can see so, that for sure. Yeah. It makes sense. It's a lot of mileage. I mean... Mm-hmm. You, it's easy to be like, oh, you're riding for five days, but you actually, I mean, you were on the bike for 10 to 13 hours a day, yeah, give or take. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, or at least <laughs> out on the trail for that yeah. long. Like, yeah. obviously, there's From some... start to finish. Right, there's some breaks in there and some, you know, snack time or whatever, but that's that's yeah. those are big days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about pre-trip physical and mental prep? We'll start with Dane. What did you, <laughs> uh, what were you doing kind of on the, were you trying to get in a certain amount of training, some cardio, some weightlifting, whatever, and then were you laying awake at night, visualizing yourself <laughs> <laughs> succeeding, uh, going down trails, or what? Duh. Um, I was, I mean, I was doing a Dural method. Um, no, I was definitely, um, I mean, doing strength, strength and conditioning throughout the week, um, you know, throughout a work week as much, if I only have an hour dedicating that to the gym. Um, 
just because for time efficiency. And then the one thing I did try and add more was mountain biking. Um, I know you had mentioned you had done a lot of it and then your first ride you were totally fine. So I was like, and I knew I wanted to add some more in it of that into my quote unquote training program. So I was definitely, um, incorporating probably, I, I mean, that's probably the most I've ridden <laughs> mountain bikes, um, any summer. So that was good. Like I definitely think just upping your endurance and, you know, just more time. Um, and I think there's a good carryover with just like line selection. Like your eyes are doing the same, the similar thing that you'd be doing on a dirt bike. Whereas in the gym, staring at a wall or the ground or closing your eyes or whatever you may be doing is not conducive to line selection, but, you know, helpful for everything else. Um, so, you know, gym stuff and then incorporating more uh, mountain bike rides. Um, mentally, trying not to stress about it. Um, but me- no, mentally, honestly, I mean, we talked a lot about this and it's just like, you, you know, I think you, you know what you're getting into. So like accepting your fate, knowing that it's just one mile after the next to get to the end. And, you know, just, you just keep going. You, you're accepting the fact that it's going to be a big day. You know, like I wasn't, you know, sun up to sundown is what I kind of had in my head. And it's like, well, that's what we're doing, you know? And so just being mentally prepared for that and that like we're big days, keep going, don't stop. Um, keep a positive attitude and yeah don't stress <laughs> yeah all, all forward progress uh, is progress yeah 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 I think Dane coined it pretty well I was uh, you know I've been you guys know I've been kind of injured so I started back on the dirt bike again and kind of near the beginning of July with a few rides that felt great and I think um, the mountain biking did help a lot Mm -hmm. like the cardio and the leg strength um and just being on a bike um and that motion helped helped a bunch uh and as i could like do a little bit more weight training i was doing a little bit of that too um but i actually i heavily concentrated on the cardio uh but that was me kind of coming back from from nothing Mm -hmm. too but i think i think I was fit enough for the ride, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely then, think yeah. that that can't go undervalued because I think that we all took that very seriously, and I think that played out. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody was... I mean, that, we can dive into that too, but, like, you know, not only our fitness was on par, but, like, you had mentioned before, like, we had our nutrition and hydration keyed in, which was also, like, I would lump that into the same kind of, like, aspect of, you know... Our, we took our physical bodies very seriously from from pre to during um and i think that in post ipas yeah <laughs> very very important to remember. but like yeah. y- you know this is not an off the, off the couch endeavor by any means i would say you definitely know? not uh no like we i mean i put some big days on the dirt bike um before which, you know, helped me to also mentally to be like, oh, see, I can, I mean, Kaylin and I rode a 95 mile day and I was like, whew, okay, you know, 130 yeah. more, whatever, or sorry, 30 more. <laughs> so just like to kind of put that, re-put that into, into perspective and then just, you know, knowing that it's coming and, you know, doing my best to 
trying to dedicate as much time as I could, although I felt like I, you never have enough. Right. Yeah, and I think mentally for anyone doing it, it's you know you're gonna be, you're gonna be on the bike the whole time. When you're done, you're gonna have to do a little bike maintenance every day. You know, you're gonna have to reconfigure things on your bike every day. Like it's you're all you're in moto mind the whole time. Right. Well, you know, we had some IPAs and went to the hot springs and had some fun too. But that's knowing like what we needed to do. I feel like our time. Uh, management was was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We wanted to leave at six thirty every day, but my Garmin actually said we left pretty much at seven most days. First day was like six forty five, I think. Um, still, that's good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think just having that frame of mind of okay, we're this, you know, we're in it from sun up to sundown mm-hmm. is good because it gives you that space to just kind of accept it instead mm-hmm. of like it's going to be seven hours on the bike mm-hmm. and then it turns out to be nine. I mean, I've had rides yeah. before that have been that way, and it kind of starts to beat you down a little bit. Or if, you know, your expectations, yeah, yeah. we're going to be off the mm-hmm. bike in seven, or at this time, we're right. going to be mm-hmm. here, and then all of a sudden, you're behind. and We were like, we're not going to make those IPAs yeah. and sit in the sun <laughs> and drink them. Exactly. we got to get going. Right. Um, but it was, yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd be checking our mileage and be like, yeah, oh, we're... Honestly, a little bit slow this morning, <laughs> but like we had honestly, some issues, or you know, just little, little things that would happen that we had to be. Yeah. After so, that, we're like not stopping that much. Right. Yeah. So day one and two, I thought like I thought we were gonna be out there longer. So when we got in and like to Stanley at like five, I was like, woo, we got so much time. Like wow. And then um, day two was like that too we had a pretty decent run we got in at a decent hour um we're able to hit the hot springs Mm -hmm. where we had our second injury (laughs) one of the girls courtney slipped and fell and exploded her elbow on the rocks but all all was Mm -hmm. good um but then like day three yeah yeah, we we were (laughs) well equipped (laughs) But then day three got interesting because that day was where I had a lot of issues keeping the gas on my bike. I kept the, the straps that I had attached kept breaking and it, you know, it just ate up a lot of time, which was already a long day as is. And so like, you know, just knowing, you know, at one point in the day I had done the math and where we were at mileage wise, we had the entire, what we had done day one left to do. And so I was like, well, that took us 10 hours. So, and uh, right now it's noon and we have the 10 hour ride <laughs> that we did, the same number of miles that we did on day one to go. Yeah. So, wow. and obviously it depends on how much single track and double mm-hmm. or double track, you know, or road right. that you have too, where you can make up <laughs> a lot of time. But I just did simple math and I was like, well, shit. We are, I mean, if I do the math correctly, they're coming, they're coming, let's go, let's go. (laughs) That's midnight. So, but we, I mean, we totally rallied and uh, I was, you know, I thought for sure we were going to be pulling out headlights that day, but yeah, I mean, we rallied and, and, but like mentally it was like, okay, that's what we're doing. We signed up for an adventure. Mm -hmm. Like we were, Dane, don't worry. We have all this stuff. (laughs) Like we need to make a fire. We can like, we'll figure, you know, we're, you're not going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then that was interesting, too, because then that set us back because we got in uh, past when the gas station. Oh, um, yeah. 
closed. Closed. Mm-hmm. Where was this? This was in Pine. Okay. Yeah, they don't have credit card gas stations in some of these small towns. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the pay inside. Right. Yeah, they can the be, it can be or, a fairly or they rustic. Just, the pump is just on, and then you pay inside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they then they didn't open till eight a.m. the next morning. So that was like, uh, and it ended up being great because we did some bike maintenance, but um, you know, starting a day or an hour later. And that was the was last like, oh, okay. last stage, so right? Pine back to second to last. Second to last. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but we ended up crushing that day too. Um, we chose the route to go pick up gas at the. What's what's that? Um, Smoky Bar. Smoky Bar. Mm-hmm. Another Kaylin on set. She's red, but she wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we you know just managed time really really well. What was the hardest um, stage physically and mentally? I think it was. I, I think it was that third day. Just because of the time frame and the beginning, the first half of the day was slower than it should have been for us. And we were like, mm. Uh-oh. Mm. Yeah. Keep yeah. rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I guess, that's it for me. Just just the worry about coming in at night. I'd prefer not to come in at night. That's yeah. all. I don't want anyone to come in at night. So, yeah. I think, well. How about you, Yours truly over oh, here right. fell off right. the side hill. <laughs> uh, so day two on um, a super not crazy situation, but uh, I ended up fell- falling off on a side hill. Um, I don't know, 30 feet. About that. I mean, not off a cliff, but steep enough that you're you're not self-sufficient to get your bike up. <laughs> and... Uh, Fell off that, had a little tip, tippy tip situation, I guess. And, uh, but we, I mean, the team rallied and we got my bike up and back on the trail, I'd say like within five minutes, like it was really cool to see like, boom, 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 like the teamwork and like, okay, you know, push, pull, do this, do that. Where should we go? But, um, mentally that was tough to come back from. Like I definitely, like, I'm not much of a shaker, but my hands were like, like, shaking and then it's it's hard for me to come back from a crash like that to like get back into that flow state so like I had to like come on Dane like let it go you know like but your body your your central nervous system was like totally whacked out so um physically and mentally that was hard for me uh I think like I think at the end of that day, luckily, I guess it happened in the beginning, but at the end of that day, I was like, okay, I think I finally have recovered from my situation, but then I'm not going to lie. Um, every side hill thereafter, I was totally tweaking, which is not uncommon for me. Um, I would say f- another hard part was there was a side hill on day three. Yep. That was day three that had been like, wa- like a little washed oh, out yeah. that, it, so a side hill so which I go cross-eyed on and tweak already and then B was just like loosey-goosey so you were just like squirreling all the way up it and so like when you're already square sc- scared and then you add the squirrel element to it <laughs> I was like I just yeah, want this to be crazy over rut, a crazy rut in the middle, yeah. middle of a skinny side hill trail yeah 
it just kind of wanted to move you wherever it wanted to move you. <laughs> and so yeah. you, you should be riding that pretty loose and not scared, which would make it better, but I was definitely like tweaking and then... Yeah, I mean, any exposure was physically and mentally <laughs> tough. <to> you, so <laughs> I will. I will be like, fuck this. I just want to get to the top. <laughs> yeah. Um, but otherwise, you know, it, it, it was just, yeah, I felt pretty good. Was there any of the stages that were more noticeably more technical than the others? Hmm. Well, everyone, you know, I think on the commentary of people watching oh, us, yeah. like the Custer lookout and the Custer special test was was like, ooh, um, sort of thing. And that was definitely, that, I would say that was probably the exposed. most difficult trail yeah. just because of the exposure. And it was, it's kind of a super pretty skinny side hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with extra weight on your bike and extra stuff, you know, hit a little rock on yeah. the side and that hill is a lot steeper. Yeah. If you were to, you know, go over the side, it would have been mm-hmm. a lot tougher to get the bike up, probably, depending on how far it would go down. And is yeah, that so is that on the last day? That was the last day. Yeah, so you also just have all the days of riding and fatigue build up, too. Yeah. And yeah, anticipation. And anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But super beautiful. I think that was... Yeah. It's probably the funnest trail. Mm-hmm. Most exciting trail. Most exciting. And, and, and amazing views. From up there, mm-hmm. so it was yeah, pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. And then you, I mean, I kind of mentioned already, but it, just as far as group dynamics, you get everybody seemed to well get along. You're still talking, and uh, no issues yeah, great. at all. We're like besties now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. No little. Can't fight, right? I know. Like I, 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 you know, somebody asked me, they're like, "Oh, how'd it go?" I was like, "We, we were just so awesome." I don't know how really else to explain it. Like Kaylin's thing is fast friends, and like we definitely were fast friends. Like we just had a blast. I haven't laughed so hard <laughs> in years, in years, for that Serious. long, that many days. <laughs> yeah, for that <laughs> hours of yeah. like laughing. Not yeah. be able to stop. That's what it felt like. Yeah. So we just had we yeah. had we had a great group. Yeah. I mean, and we were all. I mean, Kate was obviously uh, the the pack leader as far as well the pack leader and you know be, uh, most advanced rider trail boss oh. trail boss. Oh. <laughs> but I would say the rest <laughs> yeah. of us were like really like we were just solid. Like I was. I mean, I would say I was probably worried about myself the most. Like, but. You know, you've been, I've been on trail rides where you're kind of worried about someone. You're like, oh no, you know, like, or, or you're waiting a little bit longer and you're, but we were never. We worked as a really good team helping each other out yeah. when we needed help. Oh, know? totally. Yeah. And we were all just, just solid. Like it would be the way I describe mm-hmm. that. It's just like, just, I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would stop and rely on Kaylin too mm-hmm. a lot with the, about the out in front with the Garmin. Yeah, and I, I mean, think... I doing it the night before, there were some routes on roads. I'd just be, like, straight line in it, and I'm going to follow the road. I don't have time to, like, trace out the route. But there, right. were, there were waypoints. And if there was one spot, I was like, mm, I better just just double-check with someone else. Yeah. Right. Was check everybody yeah. on point with having their own map set up, or was there kind of one and a couple backups, or how did you guys work that? 
Yeah, and I was going to say, I was like, I think that we, we did that really well. Like, you and I had the Garmin's. Um, I had the Garmin and Gaia. Kaylin had the Gaia. I, K- Courtney had mm-hmm. Gaia and I think another... Did she have another or just Gaia? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But we're the only ones that really had our garments on. Yeah. And I had the Gaia map too, but... But I I think that was helpful to have it like, you know, when you're you're following tracks on the Gaia and you're constantly pulling your phone out, you got to stop at every Mm -hmm. intersection. Whereas like the Garmin situation, just like peeking down, like um, you're okay. You can, we got to go that way. So it's it's a quick transition Mm -hmm. when I think pulling your phone out every intersection could really eat up some time. Right. So we definitely had the mapping stuff, I would say, pretty... We I think we did really well with that mm-hmm. between all of us. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that being a very underestimated yeah. skill. Um, I mean, we ride mm-hmm. a lot with these things already, so we just have the... And if you've never been on those trails, like, there's, I mean... You see tons of trails all over, right. or roads that intersect. Yeah. You know, I think it could be pretty confusing for someone who doesn't use it or is not familiar. With yeah. It. Um, for and sure. then to have to pull out their phone every time. I mean, those because the Gaia is like, it works really well. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna use it, I would I would say create a mount on your bike. Right. Yeah, because it does. It really eats up a lot of time if you're. Yeah. Every time you're like, oh, oh no, I got a quarter mile or whatever, but you know, at an eighth mile, there's another road or a trail that's unmarked that shoots off in a direction. Then you mm-hmm. got to stop, pull your thing back out, look at it, put it back away, yeah. get going again. Mm-hmm. I mean, even a Garmin, if you're not paying attention, oh yeah, it's super easy to shoot by oh, whatever yeah. you're supposed to turn on. You're like, oh, well, all right, you turn. So, yeah. Would you? Would it be any easier, do you think, to do this on, like, say, a four-stroke where you get a much better fuel mileage and you just have to worry less about fuel? Like, a, or, or was that kind of just a non-issue, you think? Mm, you could probably get better gas mileage, but I think the two-stroke is just a funner tool for the trails that we were riding. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um there's enough single, we, flowy yeah. single track that, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like you're... Mm-hmm. You can do it on a four-stroke. Yeah. Like, we've done point-to-point on four-strokes before. It's not impossible. I think it's just a little more fun than yeah. a two-stroke. Yeah. Yeah. You probably still have to carry gas anyways. So. Or get a bigger, well, bigger tank. Yeah, yeah, you can probably get more gas mileage and not have to worry as much. Right. Yeah. Maybe next time we'll do it in four stroke. Yeah, there you go. First, first, <laughs> first, all ladies yeah. four stroke crew. <laughs> do you foresee yourselves doing any more in the future, together, as a group? Yeah. Probably. I'm guessing it's probably already being thought about <laughs> yeah. in Kaylin's head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for sure. We. I mean, we just had so much fun. Um, I, and yeah. If anything, we'll get together and, and ride together, whether yeah. it's a point to point or not. Or like a long Or just go meet somewhere or... where it has super cool trails and yeah. ride and not have to worry. But yeah, it's it's a pretty neat challenge. Yeah. What was, um, was there any like big takeaways personally as far as like... Um... I don't know, accomplish or like feelings of accomplishment slash um, 
moments during the thing that you overcame that, I mean, you kind of, Dana mentioned falling off the side hill and kind of regrouping and having to deal with that, but just kind of big moments or rewarding times that you can think of. Rewarding? I just had one in my head and I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Or just what was the most rewarding thing in general that you kind of got out of it? Doing it. Getting it done. Hanging out with new people riding like that. Hanging out with four women riding Mm -hmm. a ride like that is not very common. No. So I'd say that was the most rewarding. And I got to actually, I know Dane pretty well. But I got to know you even better. So now I really understand your stories on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> For those of you then, listening who might not understand, you just got to get to know uh, I get it now. I get it. Um, but yeah, fat, I mean, fast friends, Courtney, Jamie, I've never ridden with. And I haven't, I mean, I'm, Kaylin and I have known each other for years, but we haven't hung out that intensely. Right. So I think that for me, that was like, the biggest yeah awesome most awesome takeaway yeah i couldn't agree more with that yeah. statement of not only accomplishing that but mm-hmm. accomplishing that with all women and no help and like yeah it is pretty neat that we all have our own businesses like we were oh, talking yeah. about mm-hmm. on riding back home um like things that we all have in common mm-hmm. and maybe that's where you know some of the determination and, and drive comes from with similar, our group similar mm-hmm. mindsets similar yeah. lifestyles in what way similar mindset and lifestyles well we all for, for those that, are, that aren't be, yeah, quite knowing how to work with. hard mm-hmm. and and get shit done i think yeah for one um probably not overreacting in situations jamie <laughs> <laughs> small reaction <laughs> but um i mean kind of a calm calm, cool, collected um, piece of it, I think, mm-hmm. might come from that, too. I'm just guessing, but... Yeah. You know? Uh, or, or the type of person who might want to do something like that. I mean, it's all... Right. Yeah. I think it's all part of it. Right. And this would be mostly mm-hmm. referring kind of to that entrepreneurial spirit? I think so. So, everybody... Not even the spirit, but... Just the, I mean, there you can have entrepreneurial spirit, but whether you're, you know, whether you go out and do it is a different story. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. We all did it. Yeah, and like, to me, I think there was no outs. You know, like there was no, there was no such thing as giving up during it. Like that never even crossed my mind. The only out would be if my bike did not work anymore. Like, I literally thought thought about that mm-hmm. one time. I was like, the only way I'm not doing this is if they kick me off the island or if my bike breaks down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I guess that was probably one of my only worries, too, during the trip was, okay, if someone if someone's bike breaks or whatever happens, we just need to figure out a way to get them, get them out. And hopefully we'll be lucky and it'll be an easy way out. Right. And we won't be, like, way the frick out there. Mm-hmm. Halfway to halfway. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and we lucked out with Jamie when she realized that she, I mean she couldn't hardly twist the throttle at all and her arm was getting like swelling more and more and so her out was pretty simple like we she did have to 
hit that trail that was like five or seven miles of single track and then was able to hit a road luckily yeah it's pretty and easy get herself out I which mean, we were to the pavement we with there. her yeah and she went left and we went right, right. and that was so on that was day two yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but we got lucky in the sense of like where that happened and you know where that where those decisions were made and that she was also able to get out safely by herself and that nobody had to go with her or anything like that right yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe on a closing note for people who are aspiring to tackle something like this, what would be some uh, words of wisdom? Oh, didn't we just give you all the words of wisdom? I can't remember. <laughs> um, be a Girl Scout. Always be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a quote from the from the ride. <laughs> Every day is a great day. <laughs> um, I think it's yeah, knowing what you're getting into. Uh, be prepared. Um, be prepared and commit and do your bike prep. Do your bike prep. Yeah. You know, you never know until you don't try. There you go. Yeah, you never know until you try. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Quotes by Dan. <laughs> but not any Joe Blow can go out and do this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how many failures there were. Like, it doesn't say really how many folks have ever tried this. That should That's be a, what I would really like to yeah, know. Yeah, that how should many, be a good stat. How many folks are, have gone out there and yeah. tried it, and why did they fail? Right. And put yeah. names out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, that, I, I mean, I think that would be a really interesting fact, actually. Mm-hmm. I know that on the Facebook group, if I remember correctly, I feel like there was maybe two groups that started. I don't know if it was Grit 3 or what Grit they were doing, but I feel like they did not. They had to bail out. So two, pro, two posts mm-hmm. are ride people already had to pull the ripcord yeah and we were fortunate we had great weather yeah we were and we i think one of them maybe like we didn't have to deal with any of the fires which is an unfortunate circumstance but you know we got lucky as far as weather we got rained on once um weather the smoke honestly like the smoke that we're having here in in driggs or teton valley idaho right now is pretty crazy and wasn't too bad at all. We didn't have hardly any like crazy smoke. So yeah, there was some, but yeah. Yeah. So we really scored. We had a lot of good fortune, I must yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, just with the good good weather and no mechanical, no major mm-hmm. mechanicals. Yeah. That's that's pretty yeah. good for four four people riding. Yeah. yeah. Not much mileage. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well. Um, Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Kate. Thanks um, for inviting us. Dane. And, uh, yeah. You didn't, you want to ask us what we ate? we got to give a sh- shout out to Kate's bars. Oh, yeah. I know. Right. I'll get better at this at some point. This is also Kate's shade from Kate's Real Food. Yeah. Um, and I know you had a lot all of... All ate Kate's bars. All ate Kate's <laughs> bars. Yeah. Anything else you want to mention or tag if anybody wants to get a hold of you or reach out oh oh check out our website katesrealfood.com we have a brand new flavor 
that just came out too. Ooh. Can you divulge um, what it is? Yeah, I call it cranberry oat. Um, I call it oatmeal cranberry cookie, um, but I think it's actually called. <laughs> I keep getting confused. Uh, like almond cranberry oat or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely got cranberry. It tastes like an oatmeal cranberry cookie. <laughs> That's what I made it after. Um, it's delicious. That's that one's. I think now my favorites are the dark chocolate peppermint. Yeah. And now the cranberry oatmeal cookie, and then the the cherry dark the cherry almond with with dark chocolate. Mm. Um, and I have a bunch of other recipes that I can't wait Ooh. to get out. But um, yeah, I ate those. Every day. Mm-hmm. I think I had two a day. I still eat my own bars all the time. Yeah. I usually add, a lot of times I'll add peanut butter on top of them. Little Justin's nut butter packs. Little Stroop waffles. You had some of those. Yep. Um, oh, you probably don't want us to talk about our food anyway. No, go Are ahead. No, no, no. Keep going. Seriously. What else? Oh, yeah. Right. Oysters and sardines I had. Oysters yeah. one day, sardines. Ugh. Little cans. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Um, and then whatever leftover food we had for dinner, half a hamburger on the trail one day, pizza. Pizza. I brought tuna and tortillas mm-hmm. and naan for five days. Nice. <laughs> so I had, I was equipped there, uh, but did the Kate's bars. I had, I had like a little special allotment for every day, Kate's bars. And then I had the waffles, uh, gummies, and then I had goose, like energy goose, quick quick ones and that I will say we were all on that really well like mm-hmm. we were eating that is one thing I would encourage if you're looking to do this is don't don't let that go by the wayside like take that very seriously because those are big days and um, I feel like we did that all very very well and did anybody really- have any hard numbers that they were kind of hitting from a calorie no. perspective a lot no not math. that i'm aware of yeah no i mean i could guess based on my allotments that i did but that would you know it was a lot you know a lot and none of us had electrolytes in the water but we had electrolytes before and after and maybe a little during too like little mm-hmm. shooters so um we all had that dialed Dialed, but no real numbers. <laughs> no real numbers. Sorry, Josh. Uh, I made sure to get my protein with the sardines and oysters. Yeah. And peanut butter and bars. Yeah. Probably not enough, but. What about from a night. from a burning standpoint on the smartwatches and whatnot? Any calculations? I think mine wasn't working. Because it would say I did like twenty five hundred calories all day long. Oh, that's not. I, it, I don't think it was working. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. Mm -hmm. So I rode, when we rode on Sunday, I burned 2,500 calories in four hours. So you can do the math there. So you're probably... Well, it might be right then. (laughs) Some people are like double of what I do. Yeah. I mean, because you're probably, I mean, I was kind of figuring you're probably 6,000 plus calories a day. You would think so. Yeah, Yeah, Mm 6,000, yeah. Yeah. Um, what about mm-hmm. when you got back that just real quick, the last couple of days, like when you finished, you're elated, um, you've kind of probably been pushing the fatigue point for, you know, five days in a row, essentially. Mm-hmm. Would you feel like day after, um, and maybe the next couple of days after you got back? 
Um, day after. God, I just sat at the desk and worked all day. Um, physically I don't, I don't fine. Think, yeah, physically fine. I think I did a work, a normal workout. Yeah. No, no huge soreness. I think the only issue I'm having is uh, with my hand tingling, but I almost think it's from my neck injury that I had years ago. Uh-huh. That the weight of the, at the end of, second half of the day, the weight on my traps, mm-hmm. I could feel a lot. So it might have pulled something kind of in my neck that might have affected this because it's worse than normal. Huh. Um, I think that's like probably the only major major after effect mm-hmm. yeah I was um, gonna say like I I thought I was gonna feel worse physically mm-hmm. like I thought I was gonna be way more sore I had my my three trigger points were my left calf <laughs> my right trap and then my right erector but they were all fine they were just fatigued during the rides those would be like my you know quote-unquote pain points mm-hmm. and then honestly I was just tired like I was like I, I, I mean I slept so hard when we got back that that first night, I think I just really was just tired, like sleepy, more so than anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my right foot. Got a little sore. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, but it gets more sore walk when I'm walking, so <laughs> being on the bike wasn't wasn't too bad. Um, there was one other thing afterwards. Oh, never mind. I've forgotten. <laughs> awesome. Well... Appreciate it. Thanks for the recap. Hopefully we did it some justice. And uh, folks out there that are interested will, I don't know, get at least the story or get some ideas. Look into it. Read the website, too. He gets a lot of great information on there. Yeah. And what is the the website? It's rideaho.org. Dot info. Oh, it's dot info. Mm -hmm. Oh, good catch. Yeah. Good catch. And it was not dot com. (laughs) Yeah. Rideaho.info. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I would say if you have any other specific questions, you know, re- feel free to reach out to, you can reach out to me at Enduro Method uh, on any of those platforms. Uh, if you wanted people to reach out to you, reach out to Kate. You can reach out to Dane. <laughs> you can reach out to me. <laughs> um, and yeah, if you have any training questions or, you know, you want to physically prepare for this. Hit us up. Yeah. It's important. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for coming on, and we'll uh, see you out on the trail. Right. See you on the trail. <laughs> <laughs>